Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. March 8, 2017, and welcome to episode 302, unbelievable, of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. It is the one, it is the only, it is, as always, WCWS Revolution. I'm, of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you, of course, bringing you all the uh, big-time talk that is, of course, the world of pro wrestling. Of course, here we have, as always, our Wrestling News and Views segment here tonight, which will be brought by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. Of course, I'm referring to the one and the only King Ice. Let's go ahead and bring them in here right now. First off, I have the main man himself, the mainstay of the radio network, and the COO of WCWS, a 2014 and 17 WCWS Hall of Famer. <clears throat> he is the one, he is the only, he is the king NWO, GTS himself, Gerard T. Smith. And, of course, uh, joining Gerard is, of course, the Iceman, J.D. Gerardo Geronimo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer, as well as part of the team that brings you World Radio every Monday afternoon on TalkShoot.com, as well as all of our other shows in the radio network. And, of course, our... Uh, <clears throat> uh, and also, of course... Uh, uh, our wrestling history and birthdays here tonight will be brought to us on the on the talk shoot chat box by our own human suplex machine, John Gross. And of course, John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and also part of the Raw Radio team. Before we get into any, everything else here tonight, let's go ahead and bring all three members of the WWS click here to the table. Uh, gentlemen, welcome to number 302 of what will be a very explosive revolution. Yes, it will. 
Yes, sir. And as GTS does that, the blood gets flowing in all of us here tonight. And, of course, in addition to the news and views and history and birthdays, <clears throat> we will, of course, bring you, as always, our thoughts and uh, every preview of the results of last night's SmackDown Live broadcast, which turned out to be something pretty interesting. Well, we'll, be, and we'll talk about it here in just a few minutes. And then, of course, uh, with some time allotted, we'll have some uh, uh, wrestling extras here, of course, some trivia questions, some fantasy matches, you name it. We'll talk about it. Uh, we'll, we'll do something. I mean, well, as we always do, we always come up with anything. And, of course, as always, ladies and gentlemen, the Radio Network Group Tour continues on as we, of course, make a stop by GCWS Beginning of a Dream. Of course, the group is dedicated to Georgia Championship Wrestling. Of course, I'll tell you, that was in the earth. The early days, of course, long before WCW was ever uh, known. This, 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 this was, of course, in existence right here. Brought to you some of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And if you want to see our live video feed going on right now in GCWUS, <clears throat> uh, please, uh, of course, feel free to uh, join us at facebookcom GCWUS Beginning Beyond, and uh, definitely watch us as we, of course, bring you. Of course, all the talk here, as we do every single night here on our shows here, Revolution and also on NWO Wolfpack. But if you want to join us primarily on talk show, of course, our of course our first and original method. Uh, there's one man here that can that, that can tell you how how to do that, and our main man is right here, GTS. Let's let some folks know on how they can uh, pop on here, of course, uh, through talk show. One. Seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Yes, sir, indeed. Thank you very much, ETS. And of course, we'll dive. Of course, good, great segue to get right on into our wrestling news and views here tonight. And of course, I'll start with the main man himself, GTS King NWO Gerard T. Smith. GTS, what's on the West? I'll say it in a minute. Wrestling Wire this evening. There you go. Well, let's check that out. Last night's Talking Smack episode, General Manager Daniel Bryan teased an in-ring once his WWE contract expires. During an exchange with Bryan last night, The Miz again pokes fun at how Bryan can't wrestle due to his head. Bryan then remarked, I can't or they won't let me. He then teased that he will wrestle in a year and a half 
believe Brian's WWE contract expires sometime in 2018. Blow is what Brian said. I can't or they won't let me. Well, we'll see a year and a half. We'll see what happens. Brian has not wrestled since April 14, 2015. He was forced to retire because of medical issue to multiple concussions and a laceration on the brain. That's all I got. I take JD in. Earlier tonight, Shinsuke Nakamura, the NXT uh, former champion, took on TJ Perkins in the main event of Take or of NXT. William Regal announced that Nakamura will get his NXT title rematch against the winner of Bobby Roode, Cassius Ono, however, or yeah, Cassius Ono, however, at Takeover Orlando. As we talked about last night, of course, we lost Ron Bass, however, due to a burst of panic at the age of 66. Also, of course, earlier tonight, former WrestleMania II manager and boxing great icon Lou Duva passed away today at the age of 90, excuse me, 94. Excuse me, our thoughts and prayers with the Duva family tonight. Uh, thank you very much there, uh, gentlemen. J- King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman J.D. J.R.D. Geralmo is King Ice. Your premier, uh, I should say, 2017 Hall of Fame news tag team here in WWS. They bring you all the news ads fit to print. And, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always try to find a way to make it fit. And Whammy. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course GTS has to always have the best way possible. The big whammy, apparently. <laughs> but it will work, I guess. But uh, if not, super glue and duct tape. I think GTS, uh, uh, JD's been watching too many old episodes of Pressure Look. I don't know if we got that whammy from that. <laughs> uh, but uh, hey, you never, you, you never know, as they say. Thank you very much, sir, GTS. Let's see what we have on tap here, of course, courtesy of Human Suppress Machine John Gross, as he has our wrestling history for today, March the 8th. Some interesting stuff here. Uh, first one, J.D., I think you might be very interested in. 34 years ago today, which occurred in 1983, yes, in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, how, how far away is that from you, J.D.? About five hours, five and a quarter hours away. I think that's also the home of former WCW Cruiserweight champion and uh, yes, uh, Billy Kidman, I think, if I'm not mistaken, yes, right? Yes, it is. Okay, then wait a minute. The Wild Samoan, back in 1983, though, the Wild Samoans defeated Chief J. Strong, Chief J. Strongbow and Jules Strongbow to win the WWF Tag Team titles. Hmm. Yeah, it was the old. Uh, that was actually uh, that was the old. Uh, I just read about that actually. I think it was the old Allentown Agricultural Hall. They used to do their TV tapings in the late 70s, early 80s in Allentown, I think, if I remember. Okay. All right. Thank you, J.D. 21 years ago today, which would put it at uh, 1996, yes, ECW presented Big A-double-S Extreme Bash Night 1 from the Lost Battalion Hall in Queens, New York. Hmm. Interesting. Never heard of that. Never heard of that event before that ECW did. Hmm. Juventud Guerrero defeated Rey Mysterio Jr. 2-1 in a best-of-three falls match. 
Raven defeated the Sandman and retained the ECW World Heavyweight title. 18 years ago today, which would put it at 1999, on Nitro from Worcester, Massachusetts, Goldberg and Ric Flair fought to a no contest, but that's not why the show was remembered. It was This infamy stems from, from the show airing no matches at all for the entire first hour. It's kind of bizarre, right? Yeah, this sounds kind of bizarre. Well, it was an idea born from then WCW Booker and briefly its world champion, Kevin Nash. Huh. Interesting. From the from the death of WCW, Nash's first move was to present a Nitro that featured no wrestling in the first hour. None. Not a single solitary match. You might recall Nitro was a wrestling show. Apparently, Nash thought that wrestling on this wrestling show was unnecessary, and he booked a show like this to prove that they'd draw the same rating if they had zero matches in the first hour as they would if there were ten matches. In the end, Kevin was essentially right. The show did a 4.4 rating consistent with the ratings Nitro got around this time. Unfortunately for WCW, Raw's War also stayed consistent, trouncing them with a 6.4 rating. Raw at the Civic Arena in your neck of the woods, J.D., Pittsburgh, is where it was taped. Hmm. What day was this? This was on this day back in uh, 99. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the story I was talking about, Nitro, but apparently the Raw that came on the same night outdid them, 6.4 to 4.4. Of course, this Raw featured a very shocking segment involving the Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness and the Big Boss Man himself. The Undertaker and his crew spent all night trying to find the Big Boss Man, but Boss Man was nowhere to be seen. They interrupted every match before announcing that there would be a sacrifice Big Boss Man eventually arrived, but he would be welcomed to a beating by the Ministry of Darkness. And plus, Undertaker would sacrifice the Big Boss Man like he did to Stone Cold in December of 1998, but eventually the Boss Man broke free. The corporation would come in and save the Big Boss Man from the Ministry of Darkness, and the Undertaker was sent to jail. Twelve years ago today, which would put it at 2005, in Roanoke, Virginia, JBI, here we go. This is, we were talking about this the other night there, uh, Gerard and J.D. Y'all might remember this. JBL and Orlando Jordan blew up the John Cena Custom Spinner United States Championship belt and presented Orlando with a previous version of the belt. Also, Undertaker ex- accepted Randy Orton's challenge at WrestleMania 21. I remember when they destroyed that belt. I figured that was not a very popular belt from what I understand. Uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, seven years ago, we could put it at 2010, TNA presented Impact from the Universal Orlando. It was a television in-ring returns from Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. For Hogan, it was his first TV pay-per-view match since SummerSlam of 2006. And for Flair, it was his first pay-per-view match since WrestleMania 24. RVD made his TNA debut by defeating Sting in under 10 seconds. Huh, wow. Seven, uh, also in 2010, today on Monday Night Raw from Portland, Oregon, Vince McMahon defeated John Cena in a no-DQ match. As of this writing, this is the last time Vince McMahon has won a match. Granted, he's only had two matches since a submission loss to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 26 and a, excuse me, a no-contest against CM Punk in October of 2012. 
On this same day, WWE presented NXT Redemption. It was discontinued in June 2012 after 67 episodes, after which NXT Redemption was replaced with the rebranded Florida Championship Wrestling, which was called NXT. Uh, it's a, and we have a birthday here today. It's a happy 31st birthday for Charles Betts, sometimes known as one half of American Alpha and one half of the SmackDown Chad, uh, Tag Team Champions, Chad Gable. Huh, okay. And John says that's all he's got for the history and the birthdays here today. So, John, thank you very much for providing that here with, with us tonight. And Gerard J.D., thank you, gentlemen, for providing us with the uh, uh, Wrestling News Abuse here segment here tonight as well. Uh, GTS, sir, if you please, one more time, the PLUG. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one. Talk to us. Listen to us right now. Excellent. Thank you very much, your GTS. And let's go on jump, jump right on into, of course, our last night's. Uh, uh, we're talking about last night's SmackDown Live. Uh, <clears throat> SmackDown Live broadcast. Uh, of course, like we said, there was a lot of big-time happenings that took place here. Uh, and our guys here are itching to tell us all about it. So, GTS, my man, we'll start with you, sir, if you'd like to throw out anything about last night's SmackDown. I didn't watch too much of it, so I'll let J.D. talk about it. Okay. All right. GTS, yes, sir. Uh, J.D., uh, let's hear your thoughts about last night's SmackDown, please. Well, like I said, I mean, you had a very interesting match between Randy and AJ, obviously. However, that was very interesting to start out the show. However, mind you, uh, you saw what happened, of course, with uh, the women's matchup. And it looks like they're tech-teasing Alexa and Mickey to go at it. And then, of course, you saw what happened with the whole uh, Cena-AJ, or the Cena-Nikki thing with Miz and Maurice. Uh, very interesting developments that went down there, however... So uh, definitely have some very interesting uh, things that went down, let's just say. Excellent. Indeed, indeed. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. And let's see what John has to say here. And boy, does he have a few things to say. Okay. Uh, let's go ahead and John says he's going to go get right into the SmackDown review right now. Uh, he's going to go right on to the action. He's going to skip the opening segment. Okay. All right, John. AJ getting upset about the conspiracy, so he should... And, and so he should. They screwed him over a lot of times. As for, and for AJ saying he wasn't afraid of a little fire of the Viper, he wasn't afraid of Brian and Shane either. Now we have the mixed tag team match to kick off the show. Uh, John says, great, a way to kick us off with in-ring action, but it didn't matter to me. It didn't matter to John. Remember what he said? Cena and Nikki killed Carmella and James Ellsworth, which I figured they, they would anyway. Uh, didn't matter if Cena and Nikki was going to win as long as, as John says, he hates James Ellsworth. I think, John, you're not the only one that does, my man. Not the only one that does. Miz and Marie saying that Cena and Nikki are true disrespect to anyone who appreciates true love. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Kurt uh, Hawkins called out Dean Ambrose, and then Ambrose comes out and attacks Hawkins and says that since Corbin wouldn't come for him, he would go hunting for him. Then we find out we will be going to the Andre the John Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania 33. It's going to be Mojo, the first man to participate in the Battle Royal. Down a Raw will vote that that's 
that SmackDown and Raw will both be in the Battle Royal. I think they will. I think, I think some from both shows will be in this, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, John says it would have to be because WrestleMania is in a promotion. That makes sense, yes. Then John says the blissertation. <laughs> I like that. With Alexa Bliss, she was going to announce the WrestleMania 33. Daniel announced Alexa would defend her title against every available woman at WrestleMania. So John says, how are they going to do that with Nikki Bella and Maurice wrestling? And how are they going to do that without even Marie? Alexa and Nikki wrestling Italian finish in a tag team match. And this tag team match should get a lot of turns between Nikki and Natalia. First, Natalia turns on Becky, similar to Money in the Bank, and also Mickey turns her back on Alexa, knowing that there are no friends in the SmackDown Women's Championship battle. Yeah, I would agree. And John says, oh, he didn't get to Corbin dropping that forklift on Ambrose. This rivalry between Corbin and Ambrose, believe it or not, is working out well. Leading to a match between these two for the IC title. John, John said he would love to see it. It would be a no-DQ match. That makes sense. Where they're going, that would make perfect sense. Orton and Styles, uh, John said that was the match of the night, in his opinion. And John says, for one, I'm not surprised to see AJ lose. And why? Because Randy Orton deserved the shot. He definitely deserved after he had a rumble in the Alamo Dome. And now thinks that they're setting up AJ versus Shane for WrestleMania. Oh, well, I don't know about that, guys. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Because John saw Shane and AJ's argument on YouTube today. And guys, uh, John also spotted Michael Cole. Cole's supposed to be on Raw. I think he works like on the backstage thing uh, as well. There, John. Yeah, I think he does the SmackDown. I think he does, yeah. Yeah. If Cole's on Raw, then why the heck is he on SmackDown? But John says, anyway, he's excited for the build-up between Orton versus White at WrestleMania for the WWE title. They should have done more for the last time between these two. And Bray wasn't there either. Because John guesses he was grieving about his house um, and stuff for what happened last week, which was kind of. And that's all he's got for his review of SmackDown as well. Wow, man, that didn't take that long at all. Wow. <laughs> uh, now, this thing that John says here, guys, let me get your opinion about this. Gerard, I'll ask you first. The thing is, with, him, with this, this statement that happened last night on SmackDown after the. After AJ lost to Randy Orton, and he goes in there, he almost goes after Shane McMahon and all. Uh, Saying something they're possibly setting up a match between the two at WrestleMania. Do you think that's a? Do you think that's a good? Do you think that's a wise call there, Bill? Gerard, are you still there, Bill? I think he had to step away for just a second. We'll, we'll come back and ask. Uh, JDM asked your opinion. Same question here. Uh, uh, do you think this, do you think they'll do a match between uh, AJ and Shane McMahon? It seems like they're setting up that way, however, because you saw the tension between the two of them, however, after the show last night, and it can only grow from there. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree. Uh, uh, Gerard, are you back with us, sir? Yeah. What's your take on this one, man? Do you think they'll do a match between AJ Styles and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania? I hope not, but I guess that's where they're going to go with it, I guess. Hmm. Well, 
I mean, Shane didn't have. I mean, Shane gave uh, what he could against Undertaker last year when he came back. Uh, I mean, I hope it would be the same same circumstance with AJ Styles. I mean, but seeing as as to what happened, um, but uh, that's kind of that's kind of interesting to. Uh, We'll have to wait and see on that. I mean, I I'm like Gerard. I hope they don't do a uh, they don't do a uh, um, do it either. I mean, because I mean that that personally, in my in my opinion, wouldn't, wouldn't like like uh, like Gerard said, probably wouldn't make any sense to do it all. So, uh, gentlemen, thank you very much uh, for your thoughts and opinions about uh, about. Uh, last night's SmackDown. Uh, let's see here. Uh, mm. I said we go ahead and uh, y'all are up to we do a little bit of uh, we do a little trivia here if y'all all like to um, if y'all like to take part in it. I'm game. Uh, Gerard, are you okay with the two there, bud? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, let's see here. Uh, I'm kind of sipping through it. That's why I found a, a grab bag. Uh, of um, this could be pretty much definitely about pretty much anything here. Uh, let me see here. Let me find something. I keep buying this one about the Brother Love Show. I don't know why that one intrigues me so much. For some reason. Also got one on uh, Tough Enough alumni. First five seasons of WWE's Tough Enough. That would be good. You on, on tough enough? You have to try. Gerard, did sure. you ever see? Did you, okay. All right, tough enough alumni then. Ten questions here, guys. Uh, this is, uh, let me see. Uh, it's about average difficulty. Seven out of ten is the average score. So uh, good, good luck there, guys. Uh, <clears throat> question number one. This finalist of the first season of Tough Enough went on to become a backstage interviewer on WWE television. Who was he? Was it Christopher Nowinski, Matt Capitelli, Maven Huffman, or Josh Matthews? Gerard. Josh Matthews. JD. 
Boss Matthews. John. John also says Josh, so we'll go ahead and put Josh Matthews. All right, question number two. The runner-up on the fourth season of Tough Enough defeated John Cena in the main event of WrestleMania 20, 27. Who was this awesome wrestler? <laughs> the Boogeyman, Daniel Pewter, John Morrison, or The Miz? Art. <laughs> the Miz. The Wiz. The Wiz. John said the Miz. Okay. Question number three. Which contestant on the fifth season of Tough Enough was crowned the 2010 Miss USA? Was it Evelise Veliz, Ariane Hunter, Christina Crawford, or Luma Fakfaki? That's how you pronounce it. Gerard. Pass. J.D.? I'm going to say C. You're going to say Christina Crawford, okay? J. Todd, none. And John is saying Rima Faki. Lord, I need a tiebreaker, sir. Uh, what J.D. said? Christina Crawford and John said Rima Faki. Christina Crawford. Okay. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Question number four. This wrestler was one of the two winners of the, on the third season of Tough Enough. He won the WWE Tag Team Championship with both Julian Mercury and The Miz. He also held ECW's world title. Who was he? Was it Matt Capitelli, Daniel Pewter, Maven Huffman, or John Hennigan? BTS. Pass. J.D.? I'm going to say it was John uh, Hennigan. Okay. And and John? And, and I'm saying the, saying the same thing. Okay. Question number five. This season, one winner of Tough Enough won the WWE Hardcore Championship from The Undertaker. He earned the title shot by eliminating The Undertaker from the 2002 Royal Rumble match. Who was this wrestler? Was it Maven Huffman, Daniel Pewter, Christopher Nowinski, or Josh Matthews? Gerard. Maven. JD? Maven. John? Roman Reigns. <laughs> I was just going to say that to you, yep. Okay, question number six. Marty Wright competed on the fourth season of Tough Enough. Marty was disqualified from the competition due to his real age being exposed. Marty came back to the WWE as which wrestler? Was it Big Daddy V, Hornswoggle, The Boogeyman, or The Miz? Gerard. The Boogeyman. J.D.? Same. John? Beefaroni. What? <laughs> John says the boogeyman, okay? I'm coming to get you. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. This finalist of the first season of Tough Enough wrote a book about the effects of concussions among professional athletes. Who was he? 
was it Christopher Nowinski, Taylor Matheny, Josh Matthews, or Nidia Grenard? Gerard. Christopher Nowinski. JD? Nowinski. And John? Okay. Get that right there. Question number eight. This ROH and TNA wrestling veteran was a finalist on the second season of Tough Enough. Who was he? Was it Roderick Strong, Kenny King, Chris Hero, or Charlie Haas? Gerard. Pass. JD? I'm going to say D. You want to say Charlie Haas? Mm-hmm. Okay. John? John also says Charlie Haas, okay? Question number nine. This former college football player, basketball player, I'm sorry, basketball player, competed on the second season of Tough Enough until having to bow out due to the due to injury. He recovered from the injury and wrestled for both WWE and TNA. Who is it? Was it Crimson, Matt Morgan, Gunner, or Sean Devari? Gerard. JD? Give me the choices one more time. Crimson, Matt Morgan, Gunner, or Sean Devari? I'm going to say it was Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan? Okay. And John also says Matt Morgan as well. We'll put that down. And the final question. Which Tough Enough champion was forced to retire from professional wrestling because of a brain tumor? Was it Andy Levine, Daniel Pewter, Matt Capitelli, or Maven Huffman? Gerard. What was that? Which Tough Enough champion was forced to retire from wrestling due to a brain tumor? Was it Andy Levine, Daniel Pewter, Matt Capitelli, or Maven Huffman? Uh, pass. JD? Capitelli. It was Capitelli. And John? John also says Matt Capitelli, okay? Let's see how we did here, guys. First question, of course, for finalists on from the first First season, Tough Enough went on to become a backstage interviewer for WWE. It was, in fact, Josh Matthews. Question number two, the runner-up, of course, defeated John Cena at WrestleMania 27. It was, in fact, The Miz. The Miz. And I'm not Um, awesome. (laughs) Which contestant on the fifth season, Tough Enough, was crowned Miss USA in 2010? Uh... I think uh, Gerard, you and JD said Christina Crawford, and John said Rima Faki. It was Rima Faki. For trying to become a pro wrestler, she was a beauty pageant contestant. She won both the Miss Michigan USA and Miss USA title in 2010. She also competed in the 2010 Miss Universe pageant, but did not place. Question number four. Uh, one of the two winners of the third season, Tough Enough. He won the tag team title with Joey Mercury and The Miz. It was, in fact, uh, John Hennigan, or we would know him later as John Morrison. 
Uh, question number five, this season one winner uh, eliminated The Undertaker from the 2003 Royal Rumble and even beat him for the hardcore belt. It was Maven. Uh, question number six, Marty Wright would come back to WWE as the Boogeyman. Uh, he actually was 40 years old whenever he tried to get on tough enough, believe it or not, they said. He was thus being too, being too old to be on the show, but they brought him back in 05 as the Boogeyman. Question number seven, uh, who wrote a book about the effects of concussions among pro athletes? It was Christopher Nowinski. That's right. Question number eight, this Ring of Honor and TNA veteran was a finalist on the second season of Tough Enough. Everyone said, uh, I think uh, Gerard, you passed on it, and J.D. and John said Charlie Haas. It was Kenny King. Kenny King, okay. His real name was Kenny Laney. He was a finalist on the second season of Tough Enough. He lost to Linda Miles and Jackie Gata. Kenny Lane wrestled in Ring of Honor and TNA under the, uh, of course, under the name of Kenny King, like I said. Question number nine, it was, in fact, Matt Morgan. He had to bow due to injury. And, of course, he's wrestling in WWE and TNA. And question number ten, uh, of course, he was forced to retire from wrestling due to a brain tumor. It was Matt Capitelli. Well, the average score was seven out of ten guys. Y'all got eight out of ten right. Very nice, indeed. Very nice. Yeah, let's uh, see if we can find something else here. Uh, let's see here. Gerard, how familiar are you with Brother Love? Uh, I am, but I'm not. J.D., are you... I'm not that great at uh, Bruce Pritchard. I'm fair. I'm not that oh, great. Oh, well, we're going to have to pass on that one. So, okay. Uh, okay. We'll pass on that one. Okay. And you saw he uh, doesn't love us. Ah, no. You know, I just uh, heard a story about, uh, what was it about him not too long ago? He's still in TNA, isn't he? Yeah, he's the new Booker. He's like the new authority figure in TNA. Oh, God. I know. That's what I said. Uh, let's get out of this. Let me see. No, the head fucker uh, is uh, Dirty Dick Bartell uh, or whatever. Yeah, Dirty Dutch. Zeb Coulter. Yeah, he's the head booker now. Yeah, but Bruce is like an on-air authority figure, too. Oh, huh? yeah, he's... He, he's but up he got there. kicked out of the Booker show. You're right. I forgot about that. You're right. Yes. I wonder how long it's going to be before Jeff Jarrett will be on air. A month, I'm saying. <laughs> I give it a month. Seriously, with his ego, anything's possible. <laughs> well, guys, um, I saw this one the other night, uh, but I didn't want to do it because GTS was not on. But since he is, let me ask him. I have one here, Gerard, that uh, you might be very intrigued upon. And about time I found one, the classic ECW. Yes, let's do that one. And this is not the WWE version. I've been. This is what I've been told here. Well, let's the, hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I'm going to bow out of this one because I already did my fair share. I'm going to let him take the floor. I'll be back. Okay, DTS, if you would uh, 
can give a quick, a quick plug in on but I got to take a quick call. I'll be right back, then we'll get started. All right. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. The ID number is one three eight zero five five. Press pound. Press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. And I'd like to say happy birthday to John, the human suplex machine, because I didn't get to yesterday. So happy birthday, big guy. I gotta keep this going apparently because no one's chatting. Thought they'd be back by now, but they are not. So I will chat, chat, chat. I miss Monday, I miss Tuesday, but I'm back now. Oh hell me! Oh hell me! <laughs>
GTS, I have returned, sir. All right. That's great. Okay. Uh, well, J.D., are you sure you don't want to take part in this? He's, he's blocked. And uh, John's off seasonal bad of it, too. So, Gerard, all the questions are going to be yours, man. I'm all alone? You bastards. All right. I'll do it. Okay. Well, maybe maybe J.D. thought it might be a little bit too easy. I don't know. Since I to place up around his neck of the woods, I guess. I don't know. Oh, if I don't do good, it's all your guys' fault. I'm blaming you now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, GTM, let's test your knowledge. Average score is 8 out of 10 here. Easy here, okay? 10 questions. Here we go. Who of the following four superstars I'm about to list was not in the original ECW? Was it Tommy Dreamer, Sabu, CM Punk, or RVD? CM Punk. Okay. All right. Next one is, is a word I'm going to have to type in. I don't have any choices for it. What what did the E stand for in ECW before it stood for Extreme? Eastern. Eastern. Okay. Okay. Question number three: Who owned ECW before WWE recreated it? Was it Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman, Jim Cornette, or Eric Bischoff? My name is Paul Heyman. <laughs> yes, sir. Question number four. Where was ECW born? Philadelphia, L.A., New York, or Detroit? Philadelphia, baby. That's it. Question number five. And this is what I'm going to type in here, too. Who was Tommy Dreamer's ECW rival that he met as a kid at camp? I do have a hint if you need it, but... Yeah, give me the hint. Nevermore. <laughs> I was going to say that anyways. Raven. Raven, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, question number six. Who was who of the following four was not in the Blue World Order? Was it Stevie Richards, Hollywood Nova, Blue Meanie, or Kid Cash? Kid Cash. Kid Cash. I like that name, Hollywood Nova. That was funny. <laughs> uh, who was Taz's main rival in ECW? And this is one I'm going to have. I don't have any choices for either. Taz's main rival? Yes. Sabu. So, okay. Question number eight. What was ECW's first pay-per-view? One Night Stand, Barely Legal, Slammiversary, or Sacrifice? Barely Legal. Okay. Question number nine is a true-false question. ECW originally brought Lucha Libre to America. True or false? I say true. Say true, okay. And question number 10. 
What is, and I don't even know I need to even give you any choice. I think you know this. I think this is one you also know, too. What is the Sandman's main weapon? Kendo stick. Okay. Which would be probably the same as a cane, I guess. That was... Yeah. Okay, we'll say that, okay? Let's submit it and see how you did there, GTS. I think I think you've done, I think you did fairly well. Let's see how you did. Who was not in the original ECW? You are correct. It was CM Punk. Of course, he's a former Ring of Honor wrestler. We all we all know who's uh, his his uh, of course his background. This uh, yes. question number two: The E did stand for was originally called Eastern Championship Wrestling. It was owned by the NWA. The NWA disowned it, and it became Extreme Championship Wrestling. I think all that happened when Shane Douglas. Threw down the NWA belt. I think he didn't want to be. He didn't yeah. want to. Right. That's what. That's right. Who owned ECW for WWE? Recreated? Yes, it was Paul Heyman. He took over. Or took over after the NWA disowned it. Okay. Yes, ECW was born in Philadelphia. Uh, the original ECW arena is a former bingo hall turned into an arena. Almost all of ECW originally took place at this location. Huh. Wow. And who was Tommy Dreamer's ECW rival that he met as a kid at camp? It was Raven. And they fought over many things, especially Beulah and the ECW world title. <laughs> okay. Question number six. Kid Cash was not in the blue world order. And, I'm and Gerard, I'm going by with what the person here put down here as a little explanation about the BWO, saying basically it was a ripoff of the NWO. <laughs> okay. Yes, it was. They did a lot. A lot of different places kind of did that for a time too, didn't they? Uh, yeah. He didn't. WCW even do one with the Latino World Order too. I think. Yeah. Well, that's because uh, Eddie Guerrero got pissed off or whatever, and he didn't want to be in the NWO or whatever, and he made his own. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Who was Taz's main rival in ECW? Yes, it was. It was Sabu. It was a hot fire from Bombay, India. Of course, Taz and Sabu had classic matches together as opponents and as partners. Yes. ECW's first pay-per-view was, in fact, barely legal. It aired in 1997. One Night Stand, of course, was an ECW reunion hosted by WWE. And, of course, I think we all know Slammiversary and Sacrifice or TNA pay-per-views. And believe it or not, Gerard, ECW... Uh, the, uh, the true false question, it was true. They originally brought Lucha Libre to America. Hmm. And they brought and it came Rey Mysterio, and it came, they brought along with it Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, Super Crazy, La Parca, and Juventud Guerrero. Impressive. And the Sandman's main weapon was a cane. He used a cane as a weapon of choice. He always had beer, but he never used the can as a weapon. <laughs> And Gerard, the average score was 8 out of 10. Gerard, perfect score. 10 out of 10. You know what? I am extreme. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I wonder uh, where the where those boys at. JD, John, are y'all back? I'm oh, my Lord. Uh, uh, GTS, perfect score on the 
classic ECW there, J.D. There you go. Let's see. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's find some more about WCW here. Uh, mm, Well, I got 25 questions all about WCW between 95 and 2000. Uh, Gerard, are you familiar with that time period? Yeah. Uh, as you were looking at WCW and watched it all the time, like one question. One question is not in that time period that they have in here. There's 25 questions, guys. Y'all want to go for it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm JD? Yeah. Okay. John, okay, and John, you want to go along with it too? Okay. All right, the world of WCW, guys, 25 questions. Uh, and the average score for this is 15 out of 25. So, hey. <laughs> First one, I think Gerard is going to have a field day with this. Question number one. When Scott Hall was all alone and without a friend in the world, what was he called? Gerard, you need the choices. The Lone Wolf. J.D.? I would agree. John? John also says the lone wolf. Okay. Question number two. What was Dustin Rhodes' nickname in WCW when he was a heel? Was it the American Dream 2, the American Nightmare, the North American Nightmare, or Gold Dust? Gerard? Pass. J.D.? Yeah. Okay. What was, did you did you hear the question? Yeah. What was Dusty Rhodes' nickname? And uh, what were the choices again? American Dream Two, American Nightmare, North American Nightmare, or Gold Dust? I'm gonna say A. You'll say American Dream Two. Yeah. When he was a heel. Okay. And John says American Nightmare. Gerard, I need a tiebreaker. Um, funny because isn't that what Cody Rhodes is using now? American Nightmare? Uh, I think it is. ROH. So you're going along with that one? Yeah. Okay, American Nightmare, okay. Question number three. And it's a true or false question, guys. Terry Funk was not a member of either the Millionaire's Club or the New Blood. True or false, Gerard? Uh, I wasn't part of the New Blood, I know that, but uh, I don't think he was a part of this. I'm going to say 
So what did you? He wasn't a part of none of it, right? Is that what you he want? Was, Terry Funk was not a member of either either uh, group. Right. I'm going to say false. Say false, JD. No, I'm going to say true. No, I'm going to say true. He wasn't. He was. You're saying true that he was not a member of. Either. Okay, all right, JD. Which wrestler was it again? Terry Funk. I wanted to say false. You're saying false. John? And John John is saying false. So you know, we'll see what we'll see what we'll see what the answer is here at the end of this. Alright, another true false question, guys. Eddie Guerrero never wore a mask in WCW. True or false, Gerard? Uh, that's true. Okay, JD? True. Okay, John? Okay. John's also saying true. Okay. Question number five. What two WCW superstars defended the WCW World Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship on the last edition of Nitro? Was it Rey Mysterio and Juventud? Rey Mysterio and Kidman? Juventud and Kidman? Or Kidman and the Ultimate Dragon? Gerard? Pass. J.D.? What was the last Cruiserweight match on Nitro? Who, the, who on the last edition of Nitro, who defended the, the World Cruiserweight Tag Team Championship? Ray and Kidman. Ray and Kidman, okay. And John? Okay, and John says Mysterio and Kidman, okay. Question number six. What Nitro girl became Rey Mysterio's friend? Was it Stacy Keebler, Kimberly, Tigress, or Spice? Gerard. Uh, I'm going to pass. Okay, JD. What's the question again? What Nitro girl became Rain Mysterio's girlfriend? Tigress. Tigress, okay. Uh, John. And John also says Tigress, okay. Question number seven. What is Horace Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's nephew's real name? Is it Horace Balea with Horace spelled with one R? Is it Mike Hogan? Is it Horace Balea with Horace spelled with two R's? Or is it Mike Balea? Gerard. Pass. JD? Mike Balea. Mike Balea. Okay, and John?
John also says Mike Malaya. Okay. Question number eight. What WCW superstar ended Bret Hart's career with a big kick to the face? Was it Goldberg, Luger, Randy Savage, or Chris Benoit? Gerard. Goldberg. Yeah, uh, JD. What was the question again? What WCW superstar ended Bret Hart's career with a big kick to the face? Goldberg. Okay. And John? John says three times Goldberg, so we'll put that down. <laughs> question number nine. Okay. Uh, this one, I think this is this is going to be good. This is going to be good here. When Scott Hall interfered in the Kevin Nash-Goldberg match for the title, what weapon did he use on Goldberg? A chain, a gun, a stun gun, or a club? Gerard. A cattle prod or a stun gun? Okay. J.D.? Stun gun. Okay. And John? John also says stun gun. Okay. Question number 10. Who was the first person to lose to Goldberg? Was it Hugh Morris, EDP, Hulk Hogan, or Sting? Gerard. Hugh Morris. John? J.D.? JD. Yeah, sorry, I lost it. Who was the first person to lose to Goldberg? That was, was Hugh Morris. Oh, go ahead. If you know it, Nash. go ahead. Who? Nash. To lose to Goldberg. Oh, Hugh Morris, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and John. All right, JD, time to wake up there, buddy. <laughs> All right, this one I'm going to have to type in right here. Uh, what nickname did Shane Helms give his managers in WCW? And it's two words. Gerard? Uh, pass. JD? Well, the, the question was again, what? What nickname did Shane Helms give his managers in WCW? Sugar Shane. Sugar Shane? Is that what you yeah. said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, John? John also says Sugar Shane. Okay. Let me get this typed up and then we'll proceed ahead. Okay, true or false? There was a group called the Revolution. Gerard. True. JD. <clears throat> Sorry about that. What was it again? There, true or false? There was a group WCW called the Revolution. Yes, true. Okay, and John. And John says, and while you're ready to put that down, Gerard, uh, did you know something falling in here? Oh, uh, well, I didn't see it. Uh, is it an 
alligator? Uh, I don't think it's that big. I, it, it didn't make any uh, noise. Just came in here silent. Oh, hold on a second. T V W B W A the back with a bitch with attitude. <laughs> yes, sir, indeed. And of course, she is a first 2015 Hall of Famer. She is the black wizard herself. The lovely, lovely Miss MLD, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds is on here with us. Michelle, welcome to number 302 of Revolution. Hola. Hola. We're right in the middle of some trivia about WCW from 95 to 2000, so we'll get you in here on uh, midway through here uh, and uh, see how we do here with this, okay? So Gerard, JD, Michelle, and John, here we go with number 13. <clears throat> And uh, let's see here. Question number 13. What WWE diva used to manage Harlem Heat? Was it Jacqueline, Stacey Keebler, Tori Wilson, or Linda Gerard? Jacqueline. Michelle? Jacqueline. JD? Same. And John? John says Jacqueline. Okay. Question number 14. How many times did the five-time WCW champion Booker T win the WCW tag titles? 10, 11, 5, or 12? Gerard. Uh, uh, Michelle. Um, tag team titles? Yes. What was it? 10, 11, 5, and what? Twelve. I'm gonna say five. Say five, JD. Yeah. Or right, did you get the question? No. How many times? <laughs> how many times did Booker, did Booker T win the WCW tag titles? Ten, eleven, five, or twelve? Eleven. Or, you say eleven, okay? And John. John says 11. We've got two for that, so we'll say that, and we'll see how we do here at the end of the questions. Question number 15. What in WCW, what word was on Chris Jericho's boots? Was it Jericho, Lion Salt, Chris, or Lion? Gerard. Fuck, I can't remember that. Pass. Michelle? Can you just read the choices again, please? Jericho, Lion Salt, Chris, or Lion? Uh, On his boots. Uh, I'm going to say Jericho. You're going to say Jericho. JD? Yeah, I'll say the same. Okay, John? Jericho. Okay. Question number 16. When Bret Hart joined the NWO, what did he do with his pink and black tights? A, he kept wearing them. B, he just threw them away. C, they were burned in a trash can. Or D, he gave them away to another wrestler. Gerard. Come on, I can't remember this. Uh, 
I'm going to pass. Okay. He kept wearing them. Okay. JD? I'll say the same. John? Excuse me. Okay. Oh, they're saying he kept wearing them. All right. Question number 17. What was Chavo's pet horse called? <laughs> was it Ed, Rory, Chavo Jr., or Pepe? Your heart. <laughs> Pepe! <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> His horse? He had a pet horse. I think it was a stick horse, I think. Um, um, I'm going to agree with Gerard. Okay, JD? Oh, don't worry. It was Pepe. Yep. Okay. Okay, you got the question, JD, right? You yeah. heard it. Okay. All right, and John, John's also having a little bit of Pepe as well. Oh, that sounded bad. <laughs> yeah. Question number 18. What two, super, <coughs> excuse me, what two superstars won the two-on-eight match against the Dungeon of Doom? Was it Hulk Hogan and Brutus Beefcake, Randy Savage and Lex Luger, Hulk and Horace Hogan, or Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage? Gerard. Pass. Michelle? Uh, what was the question again? What two superstars won the two-on-eight match against the Dungeon of Doom? Was it Hogan and Beefcake, Savage and Luger, Hulk and his nephew Horace, or Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage? I'm going to say Hulk and Savage. <clears throat> okay, J.D.? I'll say the same. John? John's going along with the same thing. Okay, we said Hogan and Savage, all right? Question number 19. Oh, Lord, this is going to be interesting if we get this one. What was Vincent's submission move to win matches? Was it a Boston Crab, an ankle lock, an Indian death lock, or an arm bar? Gerard? <laughs> You're talking about Vincent and the NWO? That's the only one I remember in WCW. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember him winning matches, so I have to pass. Okay, Michelle. <laughs> um, can you just say the choices again? Boston Crab, Ankle Lock, Indian Death Lock, or an Arm Bar? Arm Bar. I don't know. Okay. Uh, J.D.? I'm saying the same. Okay, and John? Oh, my! Sorry. <laughs> Ariba. Ariba, yes. Let's see what John has to say right here. I don't know, he's still with us there, bro. I'll 
I'll come back to him. We may have lost him here for a little bit. But uh, we'll say for the most part, both Michelle, you and J.D. said armbar. We'll go along with that. Question number 20. When Randy Savage was in the Wolf Pack, who severely injured his leg and put him out for a long time? Was it Hulk Hogan? I'm sorry. Someone someone say something? No, no. Oh, okay. Was it Hogan, Bret Hart, Kurt Henning, or Scott Hall, Gerard? Okay, Michelle? It was who put out Hulk, uh, huh? What? Hulk Hogan? When Randy Savage was in the Wolfpack, who severely injured his leg and put him out for a long time? I'm going to say Hulk Hogan. You're saying Hogan. Okay, J.D. J.D.? Yeah. Did you hear the question? No. Can you repeat it? No problem. (laughs) (laughs) When Randy... (laughs) Okay. When Randy Savage was in the Wolfpack, who severely injured his leg and put him out for a long time? Was it Hogan, Bret Hart, Kurt Henning, or Scott Hall? I'm going to say Scott Hall. You're going to say Scott Hall. And you see if John has made it back. Uh, uh, John says John says um, Hogan. So I think, uh, I think um, let's see. Michelle, I think you said Hogan as well. So we got oh. two out. Of, and Gerard, I think you passed. So we'll go ahead and say Hogan on that. We'll check these answers. I'm going to be surprised as to who it is. When, question number 21, when the NWO got back together, what was the catchphrase that they used? Was it oh. NWO is still just too sweet? See, the band is back together and the band is back together. What? Okay. C, the band is back, or D, NWO for life. Your heart. Uh, is this when they were NWO Elite, you mean? I'm guessing. when they got. I guess when they probably merged Hollywood and Wolfpack together, I guess. I don't know. That's all it says. I'm going to say... I'm going to say something. But, uh, I'm going to say NWO for life. Okay. Uh, Michelle. I agree. Okay, JD. Same. Okay. Uh, John. Uh, excuse me. Whoa! <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> yes. Question number twenty-two. In W, it's a true false question, there, folks. In WCW, Lance Storm formed an un-American group like he did in the, in the WWE. False. Okay. Michelle. False. JD? Same. And John? Roman Reigns. <laughs> Everybody says false. So we'll do that. Question number 23. <coughs> what, what tag team held the WCW Hardcore title at the same time? 
Was it The Outsiders, DDP and Canyon, Kidman and Mysterio, or The Mamelukes, Gerard? Pass. Michelle? Wait, hardcore titles? Which tag team held the hardcore title at the same time? What were the choices again? Outsiders? Yes, DDP and Canyon, Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio, or the Mama Loops. Uh, Chad, we might have a surprise caller in about 10 minutes to talk about uh, the memory of Ron Bass, if you are willing to discuss it, though. It's one of our Hall of Famers. Gerard, what do you think, bud? Sure, I never heard him before. I've never been on the line with Sam Houston before. Is that who it is? Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, Michelle, did you answer, by the way? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Uh, no, could you repeat the question? I mean, the answers again? Right. Sorry, Michelle. The, out- the Outsiders, EDP and Canyon, Kidman and Mysterio, or the Mama Lee. I'm going to say Kidman and Mysterio. I don't know. Okay, J.D.? I'll say the same. Okay, John? Uh, They're all saying, everyone's saying Kidman and Mysterio, okay? Question number 24. Who was the first African-American to win the WCW title? Was it Booker T., Ron Simmons, The Rock, or Carl Malone? Damn, Ron Simmons. Michelle? Ron Simmons. I actually watched a compilation of that today, of him doing that. That was some hilarious stuff. (laughs) Uh, JD? Damn! Uh, Ron Simmons. (laughs) That's all. That's okay, JD. That's fine. (laughs) John says Rodson too, okay? And the last question here, guys. Okay. Number 25. Who did Booker T replace in the match against Jeff Jarrett at Fashion Beach 2000? Uh-oh. Was it Hogan, Nash, Billy Kidman, or Scott Steiner? Gerard. Pass. Uh, Michelle? Can you read it again? Who did Booker T replacing the match against Jeff Jarrett at Bash at the Beach 2000. Was it Hulk Hogan? Big Papa, Kevin? Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. You're saying Scott Steiner. Okay, J.D. Yep. Hogan. You're saying who? Hogan. You're saying Hogan. Okay, and John. And John's going along with Michelle saying Big Papa Pump. Call uh, okay. Excuse me. Oh, all right, let's see how we did here, guys. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just run them down here quickly. Question number one, Scott Hall was known as, of course, the Lone Wolf, of course. Question number two, Dustin Rhodes' nickname in WCW was the American Nightmare, believe it or not. That's where Cody got it from. He's using it now. Yeah. Uh, question number three, Terry Funk was not a member of either the Millionaire's Club or the New Blood. We said false. It was actually true. He was not a member what? of either one of them. 
He was by himself. Oh wait, I wasn't here for that question. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> question number question number I four. Know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! This one, this, this one really surprised me. The, the, the one about Eddie Guerrero never wore a mask in WCW. We said true, right? Okay. Right. The answer was false. What? He, did. he never wore a mask. Did he? Yes, he did. Well, according to here, that he did, but he only for one match because it was taken yep. off. Yep. Ah. Uh. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, question number five. Uh, yes, it was, in fact, Mysterio and Kidman that won the Cruiserweight Tag Team titles on the last edition of the night. As a matter of fact, believe it or not, I think they still hold possession of those belts, too, because they never used them again. Uh, Nitro Girl became Ray Mysterio's girlfriend. It was Tigress. Uh, while Ray was with the Filthy Animals, yes. Uh, Horace Hogan's real name was Mike Bollea. Uh, uh, Goldberg was the one that ended Bret Hart's career with a big kick to the face. I, I'll remember that. Question number nine, it was a stun gun that Scott Hall uh, uh, used on Goldberg in the match with him and Kevin Nash at Starcade 98, which ended the streak. Question number ten, it was, in fact, Hugh Morris. That was the very first man that Goldberg defeated. <clears throat> Uh, what nickname did Shane Helms give his managers in WCW? Uh, we said, I'll say Sugar Shane. It was Sugar Babies. The Nitro Girls were Sugar Shane Helms' managers, but he called them his Sugar <laughs> Okay. Question number 12. Yes, there, this is true. There was a group called The Revolution, and they had a heavy feud with the Filthy Animals. Question number 13, it was, back in the day, the WCW, Jacqueline was, did manage Harlem Heat. That I didn't know, because it, was, it probably wasn't for very long, though, either, I don't think. However, Sherry was, did. I remember Jacqueline did. Uh, question it was number four. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. It, it was a short time for Jacqueline. Right, okay, okay. Uh, how many times did Booker T won the WCW tag titles? He he held it 11 times in WCW. Huh? In WCW, Booker T was a 10-time tag champion, and he won it for the 11th time when WCW vetted the WWE alongside Test. Okay. Huh? So I guess they count that, too. So, okay. <laughs> I figured just in WCW directly, but I guess they... Uh, all right, uh, next question here. What word was on Chris Jericho's boots in WCW? Everybody said Jericho. The correct answer was Lion. Oh. In WWE, he has Jericho on his boots, but in WCW, he had the word Lion on his boots. I got it backwards. Yes, he did. Bret Hart joined the NWO. What he did was pink and black tights. Yes, he kept wearing them. He never changed them at all. Uh, Question number 17, Chavo's pet horse was called, and Gerard actually said his name best. Well, let's, let's let Gerard say his name. Pepe! <laughs> <laughs> the horse that Chavo had in which he thought was real was named Pepe, but it was actually one of the stick horses. He went through wood chipper. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. R.I.P. Death by wood chipper. 
Well, two superstars won the two-bite match against the Dungeon of Doom. It was Hogan and Savage. There was a huge cage yes. called the Doomsday Cage. All the members of the Dungeon Okay. Uh, it was Vincent's submission move to win matches. It was, believe it or not, y'all took a good guess on this. It was an armbar. He called it the lethal armbar. <laughs> and he called it. But yeah, like Gerard said, I've never, I never really ever saw him win a match. I never saw hardly saw he him. He rarely win. won matches. I never seen he, him hardly wrestle. I didn't know he was what he was doing. Any... He was mostly on Saturday night or worldwide, mostly. Question number twenty. Uh, Randy Savage was in the Wolfpack who took him out, who who injured his leg and put him out. Everybody said Hogan. It was Bret Hart. Mm. The Macho Man was Bastard. in the Wolfpack when it first started. Bret Hart severely injured his leg. Ooh. No, I said Papa Pump. Oh, okay. No, you said Hogan for that one. That was Hogan for that one. You said. Yeah, that's oh. that's the last. And JD time. said Scott Hall. I said Scott Hall. Yeah, that's right. I said Scott Hall. I was guilty on that. I was guilty when on that the, one. Right when the NWO oh. got back together, what was the catchphrase they used? They once said NWO for life. It was actually the band is back together and the band is back together. That's right. I should have known that. Darn it. Derek Steiner, Nash Hall, and Bret Hart reformed the NWO. The catchphrase they used was the band is back together. I don't remember that. The NWO 2000, wasn't that right, Gerard? Was it yeah, NWO? that's right. That's why I asked you if it was the NWO or or 2000, because I would have picked that. But They didn't specify it. <laughs> they didn't say which uh, NWO it was. But I was right. that it was, uh, okay. Lance Storm formed an un-American group like he did in WWE and WCW. Everybody said false. Actually, it was true. He did. Team Canada. No, but oh, he was the only, he was the only Canadian along with Pierre Carl Lewitt. Damn, that's right. Question yeah, yeah. number twenty three. Which tag team held the hardcore title? Y'all said Kim and Mysterio. It was the Mama Lukes. Hmm. They helped Bischoff helped Bischoff win the hardcore title. He gave it to both of them, then Big Vito turned on Johnny the Bull because of it. Okay. Question number twenty four. Who was the first African-American to win the belt? It was, in fact, as Gerard said, Ron Simmons. Won it back in 1990. Yes. And who did Booker T replace in the match against Jeff Jarrett and Bash at the Beach? I think one of the most everybody said Hogan. I think. No, I uh, said Steiner. You said Steiner. Everybody pretty much said Steiner, right? Well, believe no. it or not, it was... Well, J.D. said Hogan. Right? Yeah. And Hogan, J.D. was right. It was Hogan. Hogan could, not, Hogan could not make it to Bash at the Beach because of a spinal cord injury caused by Goldberg putting him to a table. Shit. Well, out of 25, you did better than the average. You got 16 on right. The average score is 15 out of 25. <sighs> Yeah, but I did the best of the night. I did a whole ECW one by myself, and I scored perfect. BTS, if you mind doing the plug one more time, sir, I got to step away. I'll be right back.
1-724-444-7444. The ID number is 138055. Press pound, press one. You can talk to us or listen to us right now. Where is Scott Steiner now? He's terrorizing a nursing home as we speak. No, no, I'm just joking. I don't know. God. He's wrestling on the indies, I think. So. And he owns a restaurant in Atlanta. Maybe he put wrestling and he's cooking now. He's throwing food at people. Yeah, I've seen that too. Fuck off! Have your burger. <laughs> Probably swearing at somebody right now in Atlanta. I think he still wrestles the indies a little bit. I don't. I think maybe. you're right. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me. I got to take off. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A-listers will win WrestleMania. I'm going to continue to say that every show. <laughs> every show. Won't happen. Not on my watch. Well... You better break that watch because it's gonna <laughs> <laughs> You better find a replacement. You know, um, I couldn't find NXT tonight on the network. Huh. I don't know why. Strange. Very strange. I made John an awesome banner for his birthday, and and I well I forgot to give it. Well, I wish him happy birthday when you guys were all gone somewhere. He never said. Well, I I meant to do it yesterday, but I didn't do it yesterday. I did today because I wasn't on yesterday. I didn't. So I wish him happy belated birthday. Would you make him a Roman Reigns John Cena banner? Um, I should have, but I made <laughs> an Undertaker banner. Damn it, I should have made that banner. I should have made a Roman Reigns John Cena banner. Well, there you go. There's still time. I'll make it tomorrow. Double belated. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Just make it Roman blowing him kisses. <laughs> Entitled, I love you, John Gross. You're the best. <laughs> uh, floppy birthday kiss, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, John. <laughs> Uh <clears throat> 
You know, I do have a – my program can do something like that, so I'm glad if you don't piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I wish I could show you all, but it's on my computer. Um, but it, it turned out really good. I'm back, folks. All right. Welcome back. Thank you much. Uh, uh, JD, uh, he is not on yet. Uh, okay, he said he was going to try to make it high. See if I can get him on now. Okay. Can we do some more trivia? Yeah, we can. Yes, yeah, we can do some more. Uh, let me, uh, let me go back and find Like up-to-date trivia? Like up-to-date trivia? You want to do what now? I didn't, I didn't quite hear what you said. Oh, sorry. Some up-to-date trivia, like now? Current. Let me see if I can find some current stuff here. Uh, I just thought it would be fun to switch it up, because, I mean, like, everything you've been doing is, is fun. You know. Right. And, and, right. And like I said, I, can, I don't know how often they post these, they post these um, questions. Yeah. Uh... Come on, let's see. Give me something. Uh, Dad, Dad, did you know Roman Reigns is going to John's house to give him a big sloppy kiss for his birthday? He's going to do what? He's going to John's house to give him a big sloppy kiss for his birthday. (laughs) And bring him an extra big bowl of beef and (laughs) ruddy. If need be, yeah. <laughs> if it is, <laughs> oh Lord, I'm that is that is everyone oh. be peroni. Well, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> yeah, when uh, Rome Reigns shows up, it'll be like Toza. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, uh, oh God. Um. Okay. Let me, Holy let me, crap! Let's go with this one here. Uh, 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 no, this is one I have to do a whole lot of typing. I don't want to do that. Bear with me here, folks. While uh, uh, let's see. Okay, wait a minute. This might be good. JD, did the bookman come out of your out from underneath your bed yet? Yes, I think he did. Actually, he was in hiding I'm, all night. <laughs> I'm the bookman. I'm Hold the on. Bookie. Hold on. Huh? No, I, I know what you're saying. Oh, okay. Are you trying uh, to get out <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Gerard, okay. you got a Okay, I'm sorry if this is not maybe... Okay, there's a bunch of little... I found one that's got a bunch of different volumes here, but it's got different questions. Some of them maybe... So I apologize, guys, if I... If, if you know, if you want to try doing this, I mean, that's all I can... I mean, I've, digged, I've dug around here, and I can't really... 
No, that one only has five questions on anyway. That's not that fun. We need to have we need to have some fulfilling. That's not it. That's yeah. Randy <laughs> Orton fills my day every day. Hey, I, I got an idea. Let's let's do this from Michelle. Bum, 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 Okay, would 2016 not be that old? That's just last year. No, yeah, that's good. Rock on. Well, is that, is that all right? Uh, uh, there's uh, ten questions about this. Okay. Right yes, on. let's fire that fucker up. Let's go. Oh, boy. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think I may have somebody here. Hello? Uh, Louisiana. Yep. Hello? Is this Mr. Michael Sam Houston? Yes, sir, it is. Yes, sir. Good evening, sir. Uh, welcome to episode 302 of WWUS Revolution here tonight. Uh, of course, once again, this is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw on the line. Also, of course, in addition, you know J.D., we have him here uh, all too well. (laughs) We also have, of course, King and W.O., Gerard T. Smith on the line, uh, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and on the chat box, we have Human Suplex Machine, John Gross. Well, y'all got like a whole slew of folks, huh? Yes, sir. All right. And, and sir, if I may be so bold in saying I have the best in the business. Sounds good, my man. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. So what's happening yeah. with you? We're we're about the same here, my man. We're about we're about the same. We're uh trucking along as best as we can here. That's 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 the only way you can you know do, you gotta keep moving forward. You can't you you can't jump that first step. You gotta you gotta make that first step and keep rolling. Absolutely, that's exactly that. That's exactly right. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, this is, as always, for those who don't know, of course, this is a wrestling legend. Uh, of course, in our eyes, he is a wrestling legend. Yes, sir. Uh, Michael Sam Houston, of course, who just this year was inducted into our celebrity wing of the 2017 WWUS Hall of Fame. Right. Yes, so, sir. One, hey, two, well, I got some big news. You know, first of all, first of all, y'all. I want to say my condolence, my condolences, my sincerest condolences to the uh, Bass family. Uh, Ron Bass and I uh, have known each other since I was a little kid. When him and Ron, it was Ron and Don Bass with their uh, with Ma Bass uh, used to manage them, uh, and I met them back in the early seventies. Um, and then I broke in the business and everything, and mine and Ron Bass's careers, you know, we crossed paths many times. Uh, Ron Bass was uh, always a professional. Uh, he's a tough son of a gun. Uh, he was well-respected in the dressing room, and I've got nothing but nice things to say about the man. Although we did not agree in the ring, uh, you know, we were always on opposing sides. I still have nothing but the highest respect for that man. He always uh he always um stood behind his word. Something you don't find in this business nowadays. Uh, absolutely. Uh let's go around the table. Oh, let's go around the table here if anyone has a question for Mr. Houston uh, Gerard, do you want to start it off with a minute? 
like, question about anything, or? Yeah, anything, yeah. You can go ask me anything, yeah. You can take the gloves off, brother. <laughs> um, I mean, some people want to know about, uh, you know, my drinking. They want to know about, you know, this, that, and the other. I don't mind talking about anything. Just don't get, just don't get nasty and out of the way. Oh, no, I would never do that. Um, okay. What's the favorite heel you ever fought? Oh, God, you know, okay, you've got to, you all got to realize, man, um, I was blessed in this business. You know, I was a good enough athlete to be able to get out there and do what I do and give it all I got because I got to work with the best of the best of the best. I mean, you're talking to a guy that stood in the ring with Ric Flair on several different occasions, that stood in the ring against Arn Anderson, that stood in the ring against Crusher Khrushchev, that stood in the ring against Tully Blanchard, that stood in the ring with Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, that stood in the ring with, with all the greats this business, Mr. Perfect, you know, all the greats this business has to offer. I wrestled Sting. I wrestled Eddie Gilbert. I wrestled, you know, I wrestled everybody that was anybody in the business. So how how do you single one great one out of a whole bucket full? You know, uh, when 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 you get blessed and you're with the, you're in the ring with the caliber of talent that I had the opportunity to get in there with. Um, you cannot say that, oh, uh, this match was better than that match, or, you know, you can only, all I can do it would be to tell you, man, I've been in there with all of them, you know, and each one of them brings something different to the table. Um, I mean, uh, you know, uh, my favorite matches, uh, I mean, even Black Bart. You know, Black Bart was no great ring technician. He was a big brawler, but I had awesome matches with him. You know, uh, you know everybody that I've everybody that I've gotten in the ring with, I've had. You know, I, I always go out there and I give it my best, and that's really the only way I can answer your question. Um, uh, I mean, because I can't because uh, people's styles are different. You know, uh, I, I can go out there and have a great match with uh, Axe and Smash at Demolition, but it's not going to be the same kind of match that I would have had with Ole and uh, Arn or Tully and Arn. You know, do you understand? Yeah, I understand. Okay. You know, but yeah, I, I mean, I was blessed to be able to get in there with, with a lot of the greats. Okay. Uh, let's see. I think Michelle... I don't know, maybe uh, she might have lost uh, her phone connection or something. Uh, we'll try to get her back on. Uh, uh, J.D., of course, if you, do you have a question for Mr. Houston? Yeah, I was going to ask Sam. Uh, with the women, what they were back then compared to what they are now, what are your thoughts about the women now that are uh, raising their game to a whole new level, like Charlotte Flair, Bailey, Sasha Banks, all them? Well, you know, I, I think they're really good. I, I, I think they're, you know, and they're really, they've really stepped their game up a lot. You know, um, uh, I mean, my daughter's in that mix too. I mean, she's not in the WWE, uh, but you know, uh, if time permitting, and it, you know, but her, her, uh, and her only thing again, uh, holding her back, I guess you could say, would be me. 
you know, because she's a third-generation wrestler. And Stephanie McMahon uh, point-blank looked at me, and she told me, she said, all you guys, all you great workers, she goes, and you all have daughters, you know. And she's looking for the, she wanted boys to, uh, you know, to keep making making money for the, but, you know, the girls are, the, the girls are picking it up and they're stepping up a, uh, a notch and I got nothing but the highest respect for them. But, um, um, yeah, yeah the, the women back in the day would, okay, uh, you got to remember back in the sixties, the women were, were fabulous moolah and all the moolah's girls. My sister, Rockin' Robin was the first, uh, girl wrestler up there, um, to actually, instead of being trained at moolah's camp was trained by Nelson Royal, you know, and I, and I helped out a little bit, um, but Nelson, you know, had been my tag team partner, and when it was time for Robin to break in, Nelson trained her like one of the guys instead of like one of the girls. And I, 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 I tend to think that my sister had a lot to do with, uh, with the change or, or, or the changing up, I guess, so to speak, of uh, the women's division moving from, you know. Uh, the, the brutes like Johnny May Young and, and fabulous Mula and stuff like that to the um, you know to the hotties today <laughs> you know you know what else can you talk, call them right 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 um, well let's see here um, there's, there's a bunch of stuff we could we could ask but uh, um, let me see. Oh gosh, there's <laughs> uh, there's 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 a whole lot that we could uh, there's a whole lot we oh okay uh, well I got I got we got to put this to you I'm sure you've also heard I'm sure in recent I'm sure just not, not too long ago either we lost several other uh, legendary wrestlers uh, of course one of them being uh, men like George Animal Steel yeah uh, spent a lot of time on the road with him. Enjoyed yeah. that man. He was he was a great guy. Yeah, we lost Chavo Guerrero. We lost uh, uh, Nicole Bass. We lost Snuka. We lost Ivan Koloff. We've lost a lot of the guys. Ron Baskins recently. Um, you know, it, you know, it's it's you know, the wrestling world is taking a hit. You know, but you got to look at it like this. You know, um, you know, uh, I put my faith in God. And, uh, you know, God said, God said it's time for these children to come home, you know, so their job on earth was, is complete. So what we need to do, y'all, is, uh, yeah, we'll miss them, but we need to celebrate and rejoice their life. And we need to celebrate and rejoice the fact that they're going to our, our, to our Heavenly Father and they're joining him. You know, and I got to tell you, from from somebody that's that's got, had the tunnel experience and gone through it and everything, I was pronounced dead on the table for two minutes when I was seventeen. Man, it's a glorious awakening on the other side, you know. And and I, I oh I I just I, I just want them to enjoy it. I mean, if, if I could if I could if I could describe it in a color, well, I would have to say yellow. I would have to say contentment. Uh, I would have to say uh, a peace at peace. I just uh, just overwhelmingly overwhelmingly goodness. You know, it's awesome yeah. on the other. 
you know. Um, I would like to uh, go ahead and, and just fill you all in on some of the stuff that I'm doing. Next week I'll be uh, wrestling and, uh, at WXW, uh, the Wild Samoan Authors, uh, uh, oh gosh, their, their event in Mineola, Florida. I'll be in my first triple threat match ever. Well, here's the way I say it, y'all. Um, I, I figure it's two young guys and me. Okay, they're both going to be trying to knock me down. Uh, and trying to, you know, take me out. I understand that. You know, they they want to they want to make a name for themselves. Well, I ain't never been in no fair fight yet. You know, so I, when I'm when I get into this thing, I, I'm just giving it everything I got. You know, uh, and may the best man win. And I just hope I'm the best man that night. After that, then I've got WrestleCon coming up uh, for WrestleMania weekend and everything, I'm looking forward to meeting the fans there. Uh, then the end of, or the beginning of May, we, I'm scheduled to wrestle Cahagas at the CACs. And then I'm on my way to West Virginia uh, weekend in the country, July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, where I'll be wrestling Greg the Hammer Va- Valentine for the Legends World title. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a three-day festival event in Romney, West Virginia. They've got 12 bands already. They've got the J.C. Anderson Band, Ryan St. Louis, Brad, uh, uh, Doug Stone, Mark Wills, Jeff Bates, uh, Mickey Gilly, Johnny Lee, uh, 38 Special. I mean, it's 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 going to be uh, a, a, a huge three-day weekend on July 21st, 22nd, and 23rd at the Wapakoma Campgrounds in Romney, West Virginia. You know, they'll be they'll they'll have a car show. Uh, they'll they'll have car shows. Or they've got clowns. They got bounce houses for the kids. It's all it's it's a hundred percent Christian family fun. I mean, uh, you don't have to worry about your kids going and, and seeing something they shouldn't see or hearing something they shouldn't hear. Um, uh, like I said, it'll be a family family festival entertainment. Uh, a tight deal, and with three days, three days of some really awesome music and some great wrestling action. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, there, sir, for getting that out there. There was one while you we were talking that did come to mind. Uh, I'm sure you heard the announcement that popped about. I think this week that, and we all said it was about time that this finally happened. That uh, we did get confirmation from WWE that. They have, they are going to in fact induct the late ravishing Rick Rude. Yeah, I heard that the other night, and I and, and I was happy for that. Um, you know, I'm not sure. I, I you know for Rick's family or, or whatever. I you know, I just God bless them. You know, um, uh, and what an honor that is for. You know, I mean Rick's not around to to, to but at least it, his contribution to the wrestling business. Did not go unnoticed. No, you know? No. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yes, um, I apologize. Yes, sir. Please. Huh? I apologize, sir. Please. I'm sorry about that. I mean, didn't oh, that's right. Now, what I was going to ask you, uh, did you have ever any, have any 
Um, any um, time? Did you ever spend any time with uh, Rick Rude? Um, and, you know, we were on the road together. I mean, I never traveled with him or anything like that. I mean, we were. Uh, <clears throat> I guess you know, you'd see him in the hallway or something like that. And without a professional courtesy, you'd say hello or shake hands or something like that. But with the, you know, um, I'm, you know, I, 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 I mean, we spoke. Uh, but as far as being great buddies or anything like that, no, we weren't. Uh, I mean, uh, we we treated each other with professional courtesy, you know. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of like uh, your friends in the business aren't your friends, you know. Um, I mean, uh, since I've gone gone to work for Nelson Entertainment, boy, uh, I mean, you wouldn't believe all the knives I've had in my back from former friends. You know, but but that's that's the nature of the business. That's the nature of the beast. You know, I knew it was coming when uh, when when I got offered the position uh, that that, I, that I'm, I'm taking. Uh, I, I knew the, you know these guys were going to come after me, and and you know I've got nothing to hide. You know, I'm going to do straight up business with people, uh, but they're going to you know. Uh, they're going to get real, or they, and they're going to get right, or they're going to get gone. You know, because uh, I'm not going to waste my time just because somebody says, "Oh, I'm this and I'm that." Well, I, you know, I'm this and I'm that too, but I don't believe my own publicity. That's when you lose your rocket. You know, you, you go off the deep end. Well, you know, I mean, come on. Most of, most everybody's publicity is fabricated anyway. You know, so what, what are you living? A lie. Okay. You know. You know, I, I'm just I, I'm just trying to be real out there, guys. Um, you know, uh, like like just say for instance, um, oh, remember when they were trying to make Dino Bravo the world's strongest man? Uh-huh. All right, that guy was he was on so much Anavar and everything Anadrol, it was pathetic. I mean, his blood pressure was through the roof. But it's so he could do that seven hundred and whatever pounds he did, you know. And the bad part was he wasn't able to lift it without. A, he didn't get it all the way up. Jesse Ventura had to put his hand on the bar. Now Jesse didn't pick up or anything like that, but he had to put his hand on the bar, which that right away took away from Dino Bravo being able to make that lift, you know, or being a legitimate lift. But I mean, so come on, you know. So basically, you can't call him the strongest man, or can't, you know, the strongest man, or anything like that, because it wasn't a legitimate lift. But as far as Vince McMahon and 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 WWE was concerned at the time, he did it, you know. Well, but it wasn't legitimate. So you're fabricating your own truth. Yeah. You know, I and mean, you see that happen a lot. You know. Right. Oh yes. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, come on, the big show should be the big show. This guy, you know, I've seen him cut loose before. All right, this guy, if he really, if he cut loose on somebody, nobody could stop that man. You know, it's, he, he, he's, you know, can you kind of put him in the same boat as Andre? Nobody could stop that man, you know? <laughs> Uh, you know, oh, yeah. get, you know, give the guy his due. Yeah. You know, sure. I'll agree. but yeah, I mean, 
Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of somber tonight because I, I, I know usually I usually tell good stories and stuff like that, but it's been a long day. And, uh, I, you know, I woke up early this morning. I was praying for Ron Bass and his family and stuff. Um, you know, Ronnie helped me out a long time ago. Uh, he kind of, like, smartened me up to some things that were going on uh, behind my back. And uh, to that, I'll be forever indebted to him. Um, because he had the he had the he had the cojones to come and tell me the truth of what was going on behind me, you know, mm-hmm. and I do appreciate that, you know, because hey man, uh, snakes don't like it when they get found out and they get their head cut, cut off. Yep. Sure. Sure. You know, and I'm not talking about my brother either. I'm talking about you know acquaintances is how you would call it now. I mean, sure. over through yeah, so. But anyway, oh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, 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 Gerard, anything else you wish to ask or talk talk about to uh, Mr. Houston? Uh, no, I'm good. I love listening to his stories, though. Okay, well, y'all need to get on Facebook, contact Jamie Morris, because... Uh, we we just got the CDs. I heard I heard them the other night for the first time. The the comedy CDs on, on some of the ribs that I've pulled, and uh, a few people have have gotten the CDs, and and now the their uh, I guess reviews are coming in, and um and and the one that just tore me up a while ago was uh, uh Vale, uh, Anawai, Afa's daughter. Uh, she had got one the other day, and she was listening to it this morning. And she told me, "Yo, oh, she she was laughing so hard she was crying in her car." <laughs> so you know, uh, I, and I've got a there, there's a few people that put put stuff up there out there on it. But if you if you want to laugh, you need to get a hold of Jamie Morris or get a hold of me and uh, uh, and, and get your get your copy before they're all gone. You know. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely uh, look in on that, there, yeah. sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, well, guys, I, yeah, I know y'all got stuff y'all got to do and everything, and I need to get get rolling on my stuff on, on my stuff. But please uh, remember, if you will, give me some plugs out there for West Virginia Weekend in the Country. If you will, go to go to the West Virginia Weekend in the Country website. And check it all out for yourself. I know that people, when they get on Facebook and they start scrolling and everything, they scroll past things and they don't hit the links and click on because. And the reason I know this is because I don't do it either. You know, you, just, you know, you don't open stuff that you don't really know what's going on. Well, you can't open if you don't open it. You don't know what's going on. And right now we got twelve big bands. I mean, uh, nine big bands right now. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, nine big bands. We got uh, uh, about 35, 40 wrestling stars, and that's not all. We got, we, we, got there's. It's going to be an awesome. It's going to be an epic event, and uh, you don't want to miss it. You know, used to be back thirty something years ago. They had the Great American Bash, which was your big summer event. Now we got uh, West Virginia Weekend in the country, and it'll be a, a yearly event. It's going to be a yearly throwdown, big festival. So might as well get in on it while it's getting good, you know? Absolutely. And uh, we thank you very much, sir, for 
for coming on and uh, and sharing us with us, of course, your stories and anecdotes and everything. We we always enjoy listening to them. Yeah, and I'll come back on just you know uh, we'll get it set up when I got more time. Okay. Sounds good, there, sir. We do thank you for popping on. Thank you very All much. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Take care. All right, ladies. That was legendary. Uh, that was wrestling legend Michael Sam Houston. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, like I said, uh, who was inducted into our Hall of Fame here this year. Uh, of course, so we do thank you for coming on. And definitely, like I said, I think I put a couple links for that event that he just now mentioned on a couple of our pages too. So yeah. we'll have to dig those up, and we'll and we'll we'll resurface them as well, and we'll get them out there so we can continue to keep the word going. Uh, Michelle actually hit me up and told me the reason why she had to leave was because she had to check on Caleb. I think he was sick or something, I think. That was a better guy. Well, she said she had to go tend to her son is what she told That's what I'm saying. If he's under the weather, get better. Yes. In that, yes, indeed. We hope so. We we, we hope he will be be saying a good one there for you there, Caleb. Absolutely. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 302 of Revolution. Of course, our Live video feed tonight from GCWS, beginning of a dream. The video will be on the web, on the on the group page, facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash GCWS, beginning beyond. And of course, uh, and you can watch that. Of course, uh, um, and of course, after our show gets uh, our show is over with here, uh, and definitely, of course, you can also check it out on talkshow.com as well. So I do thank everyone for popping on here tonight. And we'll be back here, of course, when uh, we'll be back tomorrow night for the next installment of NWO Wolfpack, which we will be doing the live video feed for that from Lucha US Ultimate Underground. So join us, join us there for some big time wrestling talk on the Wolfpack tomorrow night. For now, GTS. and also we also have one more thing. We got the uh, not to cut you off. We got Top Heel tomorrow night. Yes, on Top Heel. Yes, indeed. I'm sure Gerard, you and JD have a great deal to talk about on Top Heel tomorrow night as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, of course, Wolfpack will follow soon after from Lucha U.S. Ultimate Underground. So please join us for that for now. UPS, my man. And, and of course, traditional WCWS fashion. Take us home. This has been another episode of WWUS Revolution. The players in the game are as the following. Chad the Boss and Shaw, MLD, Michael, Sam Houston, JD the Iceman, John the Human Suflex Machine, last but not least, King MBO, GTS, have a great night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.